Those are the uh, call letters today. TGIF. <laughs> Good morning, Vibe Tribe. Good morning, Bob Paniccia. And Kevin Myers is in the house. Good morning, Sherry. And the King. Good morning, all. So good to see you on this Friday morning. I feel like the Vibe Tribe, like... Like, we're all in this line. Where are we going? Where are we going today, folks? Where are we taking this? The sky's the limit. <laughs> Sherry likes my T-shirt. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not getting paid for this advertising spot. Finch's is a little diner in Creedmoor. <laughs> I'm one of those people actually go out to breakfast and buy the T-shirt. Oh, yeah. So we are going to have a great show today, as always. I like to think they're all great. Maybe I'm being biased. What are your thoughts? What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> oh, my gosh. We got some announcements we're going to make today. We've got a couple people I'm expecting here in the uh, in the room. Couple, couple invited guests, first-timers, waiting for them to show up. And uh, for those of you who are here every morning, thank you so much. Greatly appreciated. And I do mean that. Those of you who know me know that I'm not throwing the line of bull. Thinking of bull, great job, Brian Picarillo. First time coming out of the gate Wednesday morning with the No Bull Show with Brian. For those of you who want to learn more about spending money, investing money, making money, hiding money, well, I don't know if he's going to teach you how to hide it, but Brian's doing a phenomenal job, a phenomenal job. Uh, first show Wednesday. I am so impressed, and that's just one of the, the many shows that are kicking off here on the Wake Up to the Vibe Network, otherwise known as next level broadcasting you're going to start seeing that name floating around what's it all mean what's it all mean well listen i have a guest in the waiting room i'm going to make some quick announcements okay i'm going to make some quick announcements hello linda bev hey mike is in the house what's up sylvia and good morning dale it's good to have you all here with us so i'm going to make a couple quick announcements and then i'm going to get right to my debt my guest all right first Let's get serious here just for a minute. One minute, 60 seconds. Brian Picarillo. No Bull with Brian. Wednesday mornings at 8 right here on the Wake Up to the Vibe Network, otherwise known as Next Level Broadcasting. 
That's right. That's where we're going with this. Check out his shows. Phenomenal. We got another show. It starts right after this one. Eight o'clock. TGI Sports Talk. Eight o'clock every Friday morning with Keith Angle. Off the hook, ladies and gentlemen. Right here on Wake Up to the Vibe Network. Otherwise known as Next Level Broadcasting. Keith is going to kick it. We are going to have so much fun. Uh, I actually just remembered. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I was supposed to. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Somebody tell a joke in the room. I gotta send, I gotta send an email. Hold on. All right, we're good to go. Oh my gosh, I forgot to send. Keith is gonna join us this morning before his show. And we're going to talk about that. And I forgot to send the link, but I just did. Here we are. We're good. We're back. Uh, thank you for your patience. And good morning, Roy. And yes, phone calls are on the way for a lot of these shows. Okay. Uh, it's an equipment thing. And I'm going to start September 7th. I have the equipment in place, but we're going to start taking phone calls and uh, having contests and uh, all of this. Uh, so anyway, yeah, that's right, Sherry. In case you didn't hear me, Next Level Broadcasting. Um, <laughs> remember the name. It's like CBS, NBC, ABC, Next Level Broadcasting. I want to see it on the TV screen someday next to Roku, Apple, Prime, Netflix, Next Level. Okay? Dream big, baby. Go big or go home. <laughs> so I've got a great guest today. We are going to have some fun, but first I want to tell you about a couple other shows that we have going on. Um, Elise Rothman is doing her happy hour show, Yum Life Happy Hour. That is happening on Fridays at nine. So it's going to go Joe Altieri, Keith Angle, Elise Rothman. Fridays, three shows. All of this in such a little time. Somebody please ask me, how do you do it? <laughs> so we have another show that's going to be called Green Gate, hosted by Amy Guyette Hall, the, the gardener. She's going to do a fantastic job. I'm sure of it. And that is launching over the next couple of weeks. And then we have another show about relationship transformation. This one is going to help all of you fall in love. And that's with Elise Dorsett broadcasting live on the wake up to the vibe network otherwise known as next level broadcasting but that show is broadcasting on our network from switzerland we're bringing talk show hosts in from all over the world ladies and gentlemen because i was so fascinated by the internet streaming and the equipment and the fact that all of this is possible that i thought rather than building a tv station I'm going to build an internet network of talk shows and we are doing it. We cr we're crushing it. We're moving fast. They're coming out of the gate as professional as professional can be. And we're doing it for you and because of you, because I'm done with the TV set folks, except for shark tank, American idol and the voice. That's it. I am going to watch some Netflix and prime, but forget CNN and Fox news. Turn it off poison that's what's wrong with this country but we won't get into that we'll save that for an upcoming show called barroom philosophy i'll tell you more about that show that's going to be a friday night show yeah we've got plans baby we've got plans so anyway special thank you uh to my wednesday's guest okay if you didn't watch this uh we did a show on hair 
It was awesome. I thought she was fantastic. Jen Diggis. She was so good. I'm going to see her tomorrow. And we're going to talk about uh, changing my color. I'm, I'm looking to change things up. <laughs> I'm not changing my color. But that's Jen's specialty. And she did a phenomenal job on Wednesday. We had a lot of fun. I'm just so blessed to be meeting all of these people and bringing them uh, to you through Wake Up to the Vibe, the show. Uh, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 7 a.m. So I am so happy to have all of you here. In case you're wondering why we're doing all of this, what are all of these talk shows? Well, again, I told you I was building a network called Next Level Broadcasting, but I am also writing a book that I hope to have done in the next couple of weeks, working hard on it. It's a book on how to start your own talk show. And I have been working with folks like Amy, Elise, and Elise, and Brian, and and Keith, and um, I might be leaving somebody out, but I'm working with all these other folks as as uh, a <clears throat> running parallel with writing the book and building the training courses. The book comes with video training courses. You too can have your own talk show. All you have to do is send me a message. This is how much fun this is. Anyway, the NLB, next level broadcasting right here. Wake up to the vibe. So now, now that I got all of that out of the way, <laughs> I'm going to introduce my guest, okay? So, so I got a guest in the show here today. Mm -hmm. And let me just tell you about this guest, okay? Hold on a second. Hold on, because I got a special, special something before we go into this interview. And I'm going to cue this up. <laughs> and it goes a little something like this. Your head is a darn good I love it. It's a darn good hot dog, ladies and gentlemen. Fantastic. <laughs> I am talking to no one other than Paul Dake. He's Philly's singer, songwriter, professional actor, and he does commercials too. Welcome to the show, Paul. How are you this morning? Thank you, Joe. I'm feeling great. And uh, what a wonderful surprise that was. And I know the Deerhead folks and my friend Todd there are really going to appreciate that. I just, you know, it's funny. I was queuing up some things last night and I'm reviewing, you know, your bio and this and that. And I'm watching your music videos. And then I find that on your on your YouTube channel and I go, why didn't he tell me about this? I'm starting the show off with there's a song about hot dogs on a Friday. Joe, I'm a serious songwriter. Okay. That's why I didn't mention that one. <laughs> I'm glad you found it. Oh my gosh. I think it's fantastic. So first, first let's do this. Give me a quick summary. Who, who is this hot dog writing songwriting person? <laughs> uh, well, Joe, um, and I've been playing music for a lot of years, as long as I can remember. And uh, it it's uh, always been, you know, sort of a professional hobby. Uh, did the bar scene for a lot of years with uh, different genres, uh, country, alternative rock when that was a thing. <clears throat> and uh, then my partner and I, uh, Scooter Haynes, uh, started doing a lot of original music together and 
finally did an album and we were starting to play that out in the, in the coffee shops and stuff. Um, but, uh, we, Scooter moved away, uh, from our area and, uh, that brought me into the acting world. So I sort of segued into theater for, uh, for a number of years and put me, put music aside for a while. Um, but what, what really happened was, uh, about four years ago, uh, as I had been, uh, into the professional theater world for, uh, for about 10 years at the time, um, you know, I had some stories to tell about theater. I had a lot of ups and downs and, uh, emotional experiences, uh, super highs and, and uh, some lows that didn't feel so great. So I started writing more and picked up my guitar more and, um, just ended up, uh, you know, producing and putting together this album with, with my musician friends. Uh, so, you know, the, the, um, the course of, you know, bar scene, young, want to be a, uh, want to be a lead singer frontman, uh, segued into theater, which is, uh, you know, a whole nother, uh, of course, a cr a creative artistic endeavor that, uh, that brings, you learn so much about yourself. It brings so much more out of you. And uh, it's not such a uh, inside thing. You know, you're really sharing more uh, in a live situation, live theater. Uh, so where I'm at today, and that, that's a real synopsis of my music and theater <laughs> career. Uh, but where I'm at today is, uh, you know, things have come to a a stop, a complete stop with the theater world and live entertainment. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I, I keep writing. I'm just always inspired and having ideas. Uh, so that, that's where I am right now. Uh, and it's, yeah. you know, it feels good. I'm very fortunate. I want to say to have uh, so many great musician friends that are, are generous with their time and their talents. And they have truly been, uh, you know, the backbone of, of any of my recordings that are out there that people can hear, you know, they've taken my little uh, bedroom demo songs and turned them into uh, works of art, you know, that, that are ours, not just mine, but they're ours. Yeah. And then you're doing a fantastic job at it. I was watching. Uh, I mean, you know, we have such limited time on a Friday morning for interviews. Mm -hmm. And when I get an artist like yourself, like every Friday we feature great artists. I mean, I don't I don't think I mean, because I know how to pick them. I'm going to pack my pat myself on the back right now. Mm -hmm. I know how to pick them. There's nothing but great quality entertainment on Friday mornings and wake up to the vibe. <laughs> and uh, you, you when I when I was listening to your stuff online, I says, "Wow, this this guy, you are." There's the artist that is like you know the you know shredding guitar player and like you know the the twenty Marshall stack amplifiers behind them, right? But then you've got like the songwriter, the the Bob Dylan's, the Bruce Springsteen's of the world that you know, John Cougar Mellencamp, who just Tom Petty, like there are guys out there that are just, they could take the same four chords and write a hundred songs over 10 years on the same four chords. Cause they're great songwriters. Right. Yeah. So when I was listening to your material, I'm like, Oh, this dude's a songwriter. Like you're, you're a storyteller. And, and I felt that whole authentic, writing style of of the artist that i mentioned you know um 
So what what is your uh you know listen covid's played a role like you said you're a stage manager you work in a theater you're you're an actor right and all of a sudden the breaks when you have like all these different angles in your life and all of a sudden the breaks are put on on every single one of them <laughs> like <laughs> what the heck <laughs> but what what is your process when you sit down because we're going to talk about a song that you wrote uh when the train leaves the station yeah which is what caught my attention because it's got meaning behind it. Before you tell me about this song, before we play it, what is your process in putting a song like this together? Well, uh, I, if I may, I just want to say when the train leaves the station, that song was is actually written by someone else. Uh, the, the lyrics are by Bev Griffith, friend of mine. Okay. And then the uh, friend of hers, Nick Summer, uh, who uh, lived over in Geneva, Switzerland, uh, wrote Put it, put it to music. Uh, and we can get into that story. But to answer your question about songwriting, um, you know, for me, uh, the artists you mentioned uh, and adding in there, uh, Neil Young and John Lennon, uh, Graham Nash, you know, these are all songwriters that I've listened to my whole life and I respect their their styles and, uh, you know, where they come from, you know, and I have always taken um, a deep appreciation for for lyrics so those are my influences and lyrics are my thing when i listen to music <clears throat> primarily so uh my dad was also a poet so i think i got a little bit from him as far as uh word play and you know uh putting things together uh, uh lyrically um but the words always come first you know songwriters write in different ways uh, but for me um uh, my songs over the last five years have come together. Either uh, the lyrics have come while I've been driving uh, or running. I'm a runner. I run a few days a week, five, six miles uh, each time. And, you know, those activities just clear your head and you're out there and, you know, think something comes to me, a line, a phrase, a melody. And I, I text it. I dictate to myself on my phone. Mm -hmm. I type it up later and I have melodies in my head and then I'll sit down with my guitar, you know, when, when I'm ready and the time is right and figure out some chords for them. Uh, and I'll make the demos of you, as you've seen on uh, some of those on my YouTube channel. But when it comes time to record them, uh, this, this, that's when the songs truly evolve. Right. And I think, you know, any musician would tell you that when you get together with other musicians and their creative energy and ideas, <clears throat> that's when uh, the magic really happens. So in the studio, and you said yourself, you're a musician, I'm sure you're aware of this. In the studio, you know, we start out usually with three of us, myself, Jim Spaws, who is a producer and a fantastic musician, and Jim Bethke, who owns Essence Recording Studio in uh, Ben Salem, PA. Uh, the three of us primarily work out the arrangements. Sometimes we have another guy in there or two. Um, uh, but Jim is the Jim Spaws is the idea guy, and uh, you know one example I like to use is that we're working out a song and you know working out the intro and the the ending, and Jim will just stop and say, "Paul, this is great. This is working out great, but you need another verse." So we're going to throw another verse in there. Uh, Jim, I don't I don't have another verse. You know this this is the way the idea of the song. This is yeah. how. No no, we need another verse because I understand to, that's going to make the song work. And yeah, so when somebody would say it. that to me, I'm like, there is another verse. It's the same as the first. <laughs> <laughs> that has happened also. Yeah. 
but you know we'll record it that way with the added verse and i'll just throw something else in there and then when i go to do the final vocal i'll have a new verse for it right right yeah, yeah. you know it's funny you, you you had mentioned i mean obviously the list goes on like you said you know uh, graham nash david crosby yeah. uh, stephen stills these guys are there's so many great van morrison so many we can just go we, you and i could talk all day long about yeah. amazing songwriters but you mentioned John Lennon, and he and I watched one of your videos. I was hoping you wore that Beatles shirt of the Snoopy characters. Oh, I almost did. Where, that's an amazing <laughs> shirt. Yeah. I, I mean, you should sell those. Yeah, for our listening audience, he has this amazing Beatles shirt where all of the Beatles are Snoopy characters, right? It's hilarious. As soon as I saw the shirt, I started laughing. I go, I have to get me a shirt like that. So. Yeah, they're dressed up in their in Sergeant Pepper uh, right. outfits. <laughs> <laughs> that's classic so so let's um let's talk about this song okay this particular song it's i, I it's it's um when the train leaves the station I'll, I'll give a brief outline of what i've gathered from it and this is a song that uh was put together with the thought in mind that when you get older and and you face Alzheimer's disease, right? Mm -hmm. Do you uh, do you know anybody close to you? I know you said you didn't write the song, but you're performing the song. Is it, what what made you fall in love with this tune? Well, uh, I have not personally been affected in my family uh, with you know by Alzheimer's, um, but I have close friends who have, and the uh, the origin of the song was really. Uh, with Bev Griffith, um, uh, Bev, uh, you know, it's, it's a long, very fascinating story, but I'll try and abbreviate it for, uh, for you and our listeners today, viewers. Um, Bev was meeting with some friends for lunch. A friend of hers said, uh, told her about one of their relatives that had been affected by Alzheimer's. Uh, and then sometime later, Bev was chatting with another friend same same thing story came up again so bev was at home and she has a, a son an adult son and you know they were having a conversation about you know if this ever happens to me if the train leaves the station you know just don't don't worry about me you know so she wrote this poem with that uh, those those thoughts and feelings in mind and she sent it to her friend over in geneva and her friend knew uh, her her friend's friend uh, was Nick Summer, uh, who is a musician and uh, somewhat known over there in, uh, in Switzerland, uh, I think in the opera world. Uh, so he saw the poem and he said, hey, uh, Bev, I'd like to put this to music. Now, Bev and Nick did not know each other. Mm -hmm. So he did. And then Bev was over visiting and she, uh, Nick sat down at the piano. Bev was videotaping. And he played this song for her, and and I'm very fortunate to have a copy of that video, because Bev just you know just more than once during while he's playing, it's the first time Bev is hearing it, and she's gasping. Oh, oh you know she's so moved by the fact that this yeah. guy put her words to music like this. So they talked about having a professional recording done, and ultimately, and Bev ended up contacting me. And so I made a demo for them on YouTube, sent it over, got their approval that they liked, you know, how I did it and my voice and whatnot. 
So they said, yeah, let's move ahead with this. Now, uh, Nick was uh, about to have surgery. So he said, I love the video and I'm really looking forward. You know, when I get out of this surgery, we're going to uh, you know, I look forward to talking more about this. And, uh, well, unfortunately, Nick passed away. So oh, man. Uh, uh, um, the the project, uh, you know, had that much more uh, uh, impetus and meaning to it. And uh, then we have, of course, what happened with, uh, uh, you know, coronavirus. So we couldn't get together in the studio. Uh, uh, Jim and uh, Jim Jr., as I like to call him, my, my uh, producer and our engineer in the recording studio, uh, we said, well, let's go ahead and do it. So I made a, a demo with a click track, uh, sent it over to Junior. He put drums on it. And we had, you know, these, the beginnings of a song. And then Jim Spaws, the guy who says add a verse, uh, put everything to a halt. And he said, listen, um, we're going nowhere with this version of this song. In fact, to quote him, he called it soulless. You know, it just didn't feel right to him. And I trust Jim implicitly. So mm -hmm. he said, look, here's what we're going to do. We're going to change the key. We're going to have a modulation later in the song to an, uh, another key. And uh, so we started from scratch. Long story short, we got, uh, including myself, seven musicians all in their home studios to record their individual tracks. And uh, then uh, Jim Jr. in his studio uh, in Ben Salem, he put everything together, engineered it. Uh, then Jim Spaws had a friend, Brian Russo, who uh, who agreed to make this video for us. Yeah. And again, we couldn't get together to do anything. So we each you know, took our cell phones, our laptops, and we recorded ourselves playing the song. And Brian just put this beautiful video together uh, with in his Brian's thoughts behind the video was, you know, you'll see me. You're going to play the video, Joe. I'm going to play it right now. Yes. You're going to see me sort of like in and out. And and that's, yeah. you know, metaphor for this, you know, the Alzheimer's thing. So with the song is out there. Uh, we agreed from the beginning to donate uh, any funds raised from the song uh, directly to Alzheimer's. And I've had a, a, a couple interviews with the folks there and, you know, they're they're helping us promote it uh, right now. And we're we're, we're trying to take it to the next level, maybe get something on local uh, television interviews, something like that. But, um, you know, we've, we've raised, you know, $650 so far uh, in uh, in a couple months time. And, I think uh, it, I think it's great, you know, what you're doing with the song and 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 donating the money, because I, that is such a cool cause. Right. Uh what I what I find to be very interesting, too, is, you know, I, I have musicians on every Friday and I'm, you know, a lot of them are coming out with albums and, and new songs, but they're not out there producing the videos. They're not out there touring like they normally are. Mm -hmm. So, so this has almost become the new norm on yeah. making a video for a, for a song. Yeah. Right. And it's all so, over the place. Everybody's doing it. Yeah. 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 It's very cool. So this is called, uh, give me the writer again, because I, I want to make sure I get the credits to the person who wrote the song. Okay. We get that accurate. The uh, Bev Griffith wrote the lyrics, and Nick Summer uh, put it to music, and there then we, we, you know, we adapted it. Yeah, great. This is called "When the Train Leaves the Station," and it's performed by uh, my guest here, Paul Dake. Right here, I wake up to the vibe. Let's give this a listen. Mm -hmm. 
If the train leaves the station and leaves me behind If I've still got my body but no longer my mind Remember the good times, the fun that we had the Darling, keep smiling, no point in being sad When that train leaves the station I'll no longer be there Our love will be present Though I won't be aware If you come by to visit I won't even know so don't bother yourself, just learn to let me go. If the train leaves the station, leaves me behind. If I've still got my body, no longer my mind. My heart may be my mind will be gone So please move on When the train leaves the station, 
That is absolutely beautiful, man. That yeah, that is. really, yeah. man, you could feel that. You know what I'm saying? And and the producer was right. The dynamics in there made a made. You know, I didn't hear it before, but the build on that mm -hmm. is just beautiful. Beautiful job on the harmonies yeah. too. You're definitely playing with some good musicians there, man. It's nice. Yeah. And if, if, if you don't mind, Joe, I'd like to mention them each by name. We have Jim Spaws, <clears throat> Jim uh, Bethke, Steve Wardner on guitar, Bud Burrows on keyboards, Andy Heimbeck on bass, and my good uh, longtime friend Scooter Haynes in there as well on vocals and guitar. It was amazing. Amazing, yeah. amazing <laughs> job. And I know I see one or two of them in the room, so uh, kudos, oh, to, kudos. To, I think I saw Jim. Uh, he writes, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> so good job jim <laughs> we'll include you in this show too uh that's awesome man and, and you're doing a fantastic job in the whole uh music arena now because there's two sides to paul dake i'm sure there's more than two but i want to talk about this other side Let's i thought I, I was thinking to myself you know what it's friday we gotta have some fun this is a little bit of a party you know what i mean of course. So, and I know you're a professional actor, okay? And I watched, I watched one of your clips online where you were actually talking to yourself, and, okay. and you gave yourself a hug. I was laughing. I'm like, this is. I wish I could show yeah. all of the things throughout throughout the interview. Uh, but I'm. I thought this would be cool. I used to do this with my with my father. Uh, we used to sit around and and uh, you know we'd have a scotch or two together and. And we would pretend that we were actors and I would give him a role to play and he would play it and then he would give me a role to play nice. and I would play it. So I want to play this with you. Okay. Uh -oh. And, and <laughs> I know you didn't see this coming, man, but this is, you're waking up to the vibe now on a Friday yeah. morning. Okay. I told you I've been up since two in the morning, so you need to entertain me right now. <laughs> do my best, Joe. So, so here's, here's, here's what I'm going to do. And you need to incorporate these two things somehow into your, your acting. I want you to act something out for me. <laughs> um, you 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 are homeless and all you have is a quart of beer and a snickers bar <laughs> and you just hit lotto <laughs> so you need to incorporate those three things homeless quart of beer and a snickers bar <laughs> okay all right you ready i'm ready let's see what all you right. got <laughs> <sighs> Quarter, quarter. You know, help, help a fellow out, man. Help a fellow out. Okay. God bless you, sir. Bless you. Mm, let's check the numbers today. Three, seven, fifty-two, uh, eight, nine, forty-seven. Oh my god! I want a lottery! I want a lottery! Have a dollar! Have a dollar! Have five dollars! I'm rich! That's the best I can do. Dude, that was amazing! That was great! First of all, you had no idea I was going to do this to you today. But that was, you know what I love? You started. Do you have a quarter? Do you have a quarter? And you ended it with, have five, take five. 
<laughs> oh my gosh! Great job, man. Acting's got to be a lot of fun, right? Because you, you do you do on stage stuff. You do live Broadway type acting. Yeah, professional theater. Um, my, the main theater I've been working at for a number of years. Um, uh, uh, I've been in a lot of shows there, and eventually uh, got hired as the uh, full-time stage manager. So I've done, you know, because of that schedule, uh, done less uh, acting myself on stage. But there's been opportunities here and there. You know, when they when they fit into the schedule. Um, and uh, and when you know somebody wants to offer me a contract, I'm I'm happy to take one. That's uh, awesome. So, yeah, I mean, what else? Uh, what else can I tell you about it? I mean, it's well, it's a it's a fascinating fascinating. It is world. fascinating. And I have I have one question for you. You ever have yeah. that situation? I'm sure you have, where you forget your lines. Uh, yes, I, that has happened to me. It happens to damn near every actor. Um, and give, give me a story where you forgot your line and you had to like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, I got, I, this is the, the theater. My main theater is Montgomery theater in Satterton. So there's a plug for you, Tom Quinn, if you're watching, um, uh, we were doing a show called Oleana, uh, which is a, a two person play and I'm playing a college professor and the other, uh, character is a, my student and during the course of the play uh there are five phone calls that i have to to uh, take so uh got through the first three phone calls and i i did got to the fourth phone call in the play and they're spread out you know during the course of the play and i'm talking on the phone talking on the phone talking on the phone and i hang up and i immediately realize I said the fifth phone call instead of the fourth phone call. You know, I, I, I put them out of order. So we're, we continued on with the dialogue as we should. And meanwhile, in the back of my head, I'm going, what am I going to say on the fifth phone call now? Because I've already yeah. said that one. <laughs> right. So fortunately, the phone calls themselves did not... Uh, uh, you know, the, the, there wasn't essential information that changed the course of the story or anything. So I just kind of, you know, improv stuff, made up stuff on the fifth phone call. that was close to, you know, what I had said yeah, before, yeah. but not exactly the same. Um, I was also in, uh, for a few years in a row, I played Pontius Pilate in Jesus Christ Superstar um, at the Keswick Theater in uh in uh, Glenside, PA, and there's a. If you're familiar with the that rock opera, the trial is is pilots. You know, big. It's a big rocking number and a lot of fast singing, fast uh, uh, words coming out of your mouth. And I got to one point, and you know, when you think you're going to forget something on stage, this rush of adrenaline comes into yeah, you like crap. You, you know, right. you you could seriously panic and freak out. But the last, you know, just at the split second, the words came to me, you know, but I've seen, you know, as a stage manager, of course, I'm watching the other actors all the right. time. Yeah. Just sitting back. I, it's kind of a luxury really to be stage manager and, and be able to do that. And there's an actor uh, in Philadelphia area called Tony. His name is Tony Braithwaite, and he's one of the uh, best comedic actors uh, in this area. And he was doing a one-man play in which he actually uh, uh, represents 42, maybe 43 different characters, a lot of phones. You know, he's a, he's a 
taking uh, reservations in a high-end restaurant in New York City. So I'm in the booth and I immediately realize he's he's not saying, uh, this, he's not following the script. So I'm like, where's he going to go? What's he going to do? But he keeps right. talking. He improvised for about five minutes. And right. this guy, he has the talent to do that. You know, he yeah. didn't freak out. So at one point, he's pointing to me. He's like, I think the chef is going to call on the phone very soon. So, you know, I pressed the chef phone button <laughs> so it rings. Right. And he, he got back on track. But, you know, that's a great question, Joe, that a lot of people ask you. What happens when somebody screws up? And you actors, you know, you have to know what's going on in the scene to be able to improvise or prompt the other actor. Hey, weren't you going to ask me about, you know, going out to dinner or something like that? You know? Yeah. And, well, and then, you, then you get back on track. Inter interesting enough, um, Jim Carrey. In, in Pet Detective, I watched an mm -hmm. interview uh, a while ago, and I don't remember exactly what the scene was or anything, but they, he said he's had a couple spots in that movie where he totally just, you know, Jim Carrey's hard enough to follow when he when he's right. not on script, right? And, I, and he went off script, and he was, like, off on his Jim Carrey trip that he goes on. And right. I could only imagine, and Pet Detective was a funny movie to begin with, right? <laughs> I said, man, what a great business. But listen, hey, I want to thank you for being a, a part of the show today and for taking time and getting up early and 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 uh, being on Wake Up to the Vibe. It was a great pleasure. You did a great job. You did a great job on the song. You did a great job acting out the part that I threw at you, man. That's that's awesome. How do we buy your song? You, if somebody wants to, because the donations for the song uh, mm -hmm. go to the uh, Alzheimer's uh, Foundation, right? right? That's How does right. somebody get to that song? It's very easy. Go to pauldake.bandcamp.com. Uh, a couple of my other albums are on there. The song itself is on there. And uh, the luxury, the beauty of uh, Bandcamp is that, you know, you can purchase a, a song or an album for any amount. You know, you can put what the, the artist is asking for, or you can throw on any additional amount. And that's what works perfectly for this type of thing. Uh, for this song, when the train leaves the station, and we've had people give, you know, well over the amount of one dollar for the song. It's uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 uh, your name, pauldake.bandcamp.com. That's right. And if, if I may, Joe, I want to like to interject that Bandcamp uh, regularly has what they call Bandcamp Day. And today is one of those days where Bandcamp does not take any of their proceeds from any sales on that okay. day. So if you go there today and you purchase the song uh, or anything else, uh, you know, more of the money uh, for that song will go towards Alzheimer's. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, this concludes our interview today, man. It was nice getting to know you. Thank you, Make Joe. Make sure you check back with me. You come out with new material, new records, whatever. Check back with me. I'd love to have you on the show again. You got it, my friend. It was a real privilege, and I appreciate this opportunity. And uh, looking forward to watching all the other shows on the uh, the next, what is it called, network? What's your network? It's the Next Level next Broadcasting. Next Level Broadcasting. <laughs> NLB. NLB, baby. <laughs> you got it, Paul. Have yourself a great day. Thank you, Joe. You too. Yes, bye-bye now. And you're waking up to the vibe, but don't go away right now because I am bringing on the one and the only Keith Angles in the house. Good morning, Joe Altieri. How's the vibe tribe today? 
Oh my gosh, man. Paul was great. What a great interview. A lot of fun. I don't know if you were able to catch any of the show. I caught a little at the end. I was trying to get a couple things set up here, but I caught some of the end and it was very interesting where I came. <laughs> that's, that's the first time I ever did that, where I, I put an actor on the spot and threw something at him. He was awesome. That was like watching a movie. He oh was my good. God. He was good. I'll make sure I go back and watch it and share it later for sure. Oh, please do. And thank you so much for our viewing audience. Now I am speaking with Keith Engel. This is not Paul Dake. Well, let me take Paul's name off of there. And uh, you're, you're watching Wake Up to the Vibe. But this is uh, Keith Engel, who is launching in 15 minutes his very own talk show called Thank God It's Sports Talk. TGI Sports Talk. That's us. That's us. We're excited. Tell me, tell us about the show. I want to give you the opportunity. Tell us about the show. Tell us who's on your show today. Well, today we were starting off with a great guest, a uh, very well-known uh, sports writer, uh, Kevin Kernan, 40 years in the uh, sports writing industry, uh, 23 years with the New York Post, uh, did some radio in San Diego. He's uh, currently a contributor to Ball9.com, uh, an online publication with some great stuff that they're doing over there. Um, he's also going to be a 2020 New York State uh, Baseball Hall of Fame inductee. Oh, no uh, kidding. Which is really exciting. It got put off. It was supposed to be earlier this uh, year, but uh, uh, with the whole COVID-19 situation, it's been put off to November, I believe. So So Kevin's going to be a great guest, and we've got some other great guests lined up uh, You know, going forward. Sports writers uh, like Kevin, uh, ex-athletes, uh, uh some coaches, some uh, radio and TV personalities, play-by-play guys. I've been in contact with so many people. I love it. And I so many it. people are interested. It's it's amazing. Scheduling them is a little more difficult, as you probably know. You know, you get 20 people interested, and then you say, well, nobody – <laughs> I got nobody for next week, though. <laughs> yeah. oh, so I will say this. If you ever have a guest <clears throat> not show up, Joe Altieri is not a good guest when no. it comes to sports. I don't know, Joe. That baseball <laughs> – that, that baseball, Although, uh, look at in your honor, I, I am drinking out of my Yankees cup today. Yeah, I have my pear cup. That's all I have. It's my pear. pear. Come on, you're a sports guy. <laughs> They're all in the office. I left them behind uh, five months ago. Uh, for for our viewing audience, just want you to know that uh, Keith's show is happening right here on Wake Up to the Vibe. Uh, otherwise, the network, we are now changing the game a little bit and, and calling it next level <laughs> broadcasting. So super excited uh, to bring this network and to be uh, the creator of this network. But but it, Keith, it's, it's been so much fun working with you for the last 30 days. We're like five weeks in. So we're maybe about, you know, say 45 days. Let's let's call it that. Yeah. And uh, your passion and your interest and your response, man, has just been phenomenal and i am i gotta tell you i'm so excited to watch your show today i am i'm pumped man uh, well let's hope we don't crash and burn then don't put that out there in the universe man <laughs> you're gonna be good to go and what about brian piccarillo with uh the no oh, bull with brian wednesday brian morning great job i tell you i mean being able to i told you yesterday i texted you during the show i'm like it's so great to be able to start with your mom and dad I mean, I wish my dad was a ball player or a sports writer. This would have been a lot easier first show. <laughs> you know, it, it really was a it was, it was a, a class. He's a class act, and he did yeah. a great job. And, and before my dad passed, we used to do a, a, a 
Big Daddy Little Joe show. I don't know if you even know that. I'll send you a couple samples. Sure. And now uh, that's where this whole podcasting, YouTube, and Facebook thing, and 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 people got a big charge out of it. And and I wish he was here today to watch Wake Up to the Vibe and watch shows like yours and Brian's and Elise's and all the things we're doing because. We're, we're taking it. It's next level, man. This is next level broadcasting. Yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> it's going to be fun, fun, fun. And I want to thank you because, uh, you know, <laughs> if enthusiasm and wanting to have fun will carry you, I'll go a long ways. And I'm on, and I got, I caught that from you for this. I mean, I've had, I told you that I had a, you know, I had a, I, I wanted to do something like this for years. I'm going to be 60 yeah. years old in a week and I've never did it. You know, I didn't yeah. have the forum and, it, in watching you and being on the uh, wake, uh, the wake up to the vibe, what was the uh, show we did <laughs> with the <laughs> quarantine the with the vibe tribe? You were, the vibe. you were a guest on quarantine yeah. the vibe tribe. Now you're going to be famous. <laughs> yeah, I got I got the bug, and you mentioned starting other shows, and I'm like, I should just do this. I got to do this. And what do I say? Just push the live button, do it. And I asked you how much I would get paid. And, yeah. Uh, the phone, the, the phone went dead. I don't remember what happened. Right. It was like that Verizon commercial. Right? <laughs> Whoa. Oh, man. You're going to be fantastic. And, I, and I'm asking all of our viewing audience to please support uh, Keith and Brian and Elise and Amy and, and all the folks that we're bringing to the table here because there's so much work that goes into this and, it, and it's a lot of fun, but it truly is people just sharing their passion and bringing it live to a live audience. So it's a lot of fun, man. I know you got work to do. You got to go cue your guest up. So I'm going to let you go. Good luck, man. Thank you, Joe. We'll talk I'm, soon. I'm here if you need me, but just don't ask me what the score is. Don't ask me who, what player is on what team. I'll I got, a, I'll I got a whole list of potential questions for you when I need you. You're going to be, you're going to have fun. <laughs> I want to be a guest on a sports show. That would be like the highlight of my career. <laughs> Good luck, buddy. We'll be watching and rooting for you. Thanks, Joe. You got it. And you're waking up to the vibe. So excited for uh, Keith's show, TGI Sports Talk with Keith Angle, happening uh, right here on Wake Up to the Vibe. Once I log off at 8 o'clock, Keith will log in, and uh, all you have to do is hit your refresh button, and you're good to go. Make sure you like uh, Keith's page and Brian's page. Like and follow their pages. Uh, please, we're, we're all working hard here to bring good, positive stuff to the Internet. This is what the Internet uh, should be made of. I want to thank all of you for joining me here. So I want to say a quick good morning to uh, to Lori and and um, uh, to Jim. Thanks for joining us, Jim. I know this is your first time uh, visiting. And Jamie, good morning. How are you this morning? And uh, just running through. Brian's in the house. Brian, uh, I'm glad you were able to join us. Great job on Wednesday. We've been giving you the push. And uh, good morning, Tina and Tom Kelly. How are you? And and the list goes on. Thank you all so much for joining us here on Wake Up to the Vibe. We're having a blast. We're doing it for you because of you. And make sure Monday. Hey, whoa, I almost forgot. Monday, Scott Geller. Ladies and gentlemen, you are going to watch Monday's show. You're going to want to get your friends in on this show. He's got a PhD in psychology. He is funny. He's a motivational speaker. I found him online. I begged him to be on the show and he is my new BFF. <laughs> He's awesome, man. Uh, so make sure you check out Monday because it really changed the way you think in a positive way. Wow. That's what we're doing. That's happening on Monday, September 7th. Big surprise. I've got a new Monday co-host is going to be joining me on Mondays. I'm going to tell you who it is on September 7th.
Can't tell you until then, but it's going to be fun. So stick around. TGI Sports Talk coming up next. You're waking up to the vibe. Have an awesome day. Pay it forward. God bless.